Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 47 in the book of Revelation, that is season 27, the last book of the New Testament. Today's title is Those Who Would Not Worship. And we're going to meet some heroes of the faith here today. So here's the story. Everybody is going to live forever. And today we're going to meet two characters. One is this very impressive beast and he's powerful and flashy, and he's got these powers that have been enabled, and he's allowed to do certain things. But he's a relative flash in the pan, though he's overwhelming in today's passage. You know, we're going to never see him again. Who we are going to see every day for us believers are going to spend eternity with a group of people that's mentioned today in a single line, and though it is these people, those who would not worship the beast. So don't miss these people in our, in our passage. They're the resistors. They're the conquerors. They're the believers. They're the ones that are hanging on, enduring, believing, honoring, uh, keeping their allegiance with God until their last breath. So all this flash in the pan stuff with the beast, it's all going to go away. Listen in with me. Read in your Bibles, chapter 13, uh, verse number 11. Here we go, meet the beast. Then I saw another beast. This is the second beast who's coming at the behest of the dragon, who is Satan in chapter 12. Then I saw another beast rising on the earth. It had two horns, which means authority, like the like a lamb. So he's imitating our lamb, Jesus. And it spoke like a dragon. Now, the dragon is always Satan in the Revelation, so he's speaking like the dragon. He's speaking like Satan, which is deceiving. You know, he's got wonderful, attractive, wrong, lying words, but they're deceiving. All right, so this beast. Then the beast, verse 12, it exercises all authority of the first beast in its presence and makes the earth and its inhabitants, so he's influencing the earth and the inhabitants, get this, to worship the first beast. Misworship. And then it's describing the first beast whose mortal wound was healed. Now, there's some mark on this first beast where he had, you know, maybe a resurrection kind of a thing where he had this supposedly mortal wound that, that is healed. So the, back to the second beast now. It performs great signs, even making fire come down from heaven to earth in front of people. And by the signs that, that it is allowed to work, so it is approved of by God some for some reason here, to work in the presence of the beast, it deceives those who dwell on the earth. So this beast number two, what is its job? To point to beast number one, deceive people, cause them to misworship. All right. Telling them to make an image for the beast that was wounded by the sword and yet lived. Again, referring to this maybe coming back to life uh, beast. And it was allowed, the second beast was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast so that the image might even speak. So we see here, you know, this satanic liar deceiver uh, person speaks like a dragon. Uh, and we're going to find out later that unclean and false and demonic spirits are going to come and going to come out of the mouth of this creature. He's going to wield some authority and power and science here. He's going to pursue and deceive people to the point of worshiping the, the, the first beast, which is a beast from Satan. 
All right, so ma- the majority of people are going to be have hard hearts and refuse to to bow their knee to the Lord. Um, and this beast is doing, you know, kind of fabulous stuff um, with 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 power and words, and he's causing people to worship the first beast. So it's a bad situation. So let me finish verse 15. And it was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast might even speak and might cause those who would not worship the image of the beast to be slain. So there are those that hold out. Verse 16. Also, it causes all, both great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead, so that no one can buy or sell, it's like a super Venmo, unless he has the mark, that is, the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the one who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is a number of man, and his number is 666. So let's just finish with the beast. Uh, It marks people. And remember, this harkens back to when Israel put phylacteries on their hands and their foreheads. It's a leather box that you wear on your forehead. So you keep the the commandments of the Lord and the law of the Lord before your eyes. It's really a beautiful uh, picture. So this beast, this might be a physical marking of the beast or, or somehow authority or submission and controls their allegiance. Well, here's the good news. We're in Revelation chapter 13. I don't know what year this is on, on our earth. And much, there's been much difficulty and wrath, but there's new believers and there's continued agency. In verse 15, we find out that there are those who would not worship. So even in Revelation chapter 13, you can still choose. You can have a spiritual choice and align and endure, your, endure with Jesus. It reminds me in, in in chapter 12, there are those who are resisting uh, the dragon, and it says they have conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they loved not even their lives unto death. Well, they probably did love their life, but they didn't love their life more than keeping allegiance with the Lord. It reminds me of Polycarp, who at 86 years old, in, in Smyrna, which is in Turkey today, he says, for 86 years I have served and he has done me no wrong. I am a Christian. And with those words, he was he was martyred. So similarly here today, we find those who would not worship. They gave their lives. So Christianity's and belief will be a life and death situation at this hour. And we know that our prayers can time travel into the future. So let's pray for these people, these tribulation time converts who are going to be enduring and conquering the difficulties of beasts and dragons and, frankly, the wrath of God. And here are asked not to worship an impressive entity at the peril of their death, and they overcome. They hold fast. They endure. They keep the, the faith. Lord, give them your presence and courage and and testimony all the way to their death. I can't wait to meet these heroes. They're the ones that are going to endure. The beast we're never going to see again after after this Revelation story is over. But these martyrs, these endurers, these refusers, we're going to be with them in heaven for a long time. These are the heroes, those who would not worship the beast. <laughs>